Introduction The mind is its own place and in itself can make a heaven of hell a hell of heaven. John Milton, Paradise Lost Our expectations are like the air we breathe. They accompany us everywhere, yet we are rarely conscious of their presence. You might assume that your body is resilient or that it is prone to sickness. You might think you were naturally lean and sporty, or that you were predisposed to gaining weight. You might believe that the stresses in your life are harming your health, and that a night of poor sleep will render you a walking zombie the next day. These assumptions may appear to be inescapable, objective truths. But in this book, I want to show you how those beliefs, in themselves, are shaping your health and well-being in profound ways, and that learning to reset our expectations about these issues can have truly remarkable effects on our health, happiness and productivity. Don't believe me? Then consider one attention-grabbing study from Harvard University. The participants were hotel cleaners, whose work is often physically intense, yet feels very different from the exercise you might perform at the gym. To change the cleaners' perceptions of their own fitness, the researchers explained that the amount of energy that was exerted by hoovering the floor, changing beds or moving furniture over the course of a week easily amounts to the level of exercise recommended for good health. One month later, the researchers found that the cleaners' fitness had noticeably improved, with significant changes in their weight and blood pressure. Quite amazingly, the shift in their beliefs about their bodies and their new expectations of their work had brought about real physiological benefits without any change in lifestyle. We will discover how expectation effects like this can also influence our susceptibility to illness, our ability to maintain a stable body weight, and the short and long-term consequences of stress and insomnia. As the following story shows, the power of expectation is so strong that it can even determine how long you live. Beginning in the late 1970s, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control began to receive reports that a worrying number of recent Laotian immigrants were dying in their sleep. They were almost all male, aged between their mid-twenties and mid-forties, and most were from the persecuted Ong ethnic group, who had fled Laos after the rise to power of the communist political movement Patet Lao. For their loved ones, the only warning was the sound of them struggling for breath and, occasionally, a gasp, a moan, or a cry. By the time help arrived, however, they were already dead. Try as they might, epidemiologists could find no good medical explanation for this sudden, unexpected nocturnal death syndrome. Autopsies showed no evidence of poisoning, nor was there anything particularly unusual about their diet or their mental health. At its peak, however, the mortality rate was so high among young Ong men that SUNDS accounted for more lives lost than all the other top five causes of death combined. Why were so many seemingly healthy adults passing away in their sleep? Investigations by the medical anthropologist Shelley Adler would eventually solve the mystery. According to Ong traditional folklore, an evil demon called the Dab Sog roamed the world at night. When it found its victim, it would lie on the body, 
paralyzing them and smothering their mouth until they could no longer breathe. Back in the mountains of Laos, the Om could ask a shaman to make a protective necklace, or they could sacrifice animals to appease their ancestors, who would fend off the dab sog. But, now these men were in the United States, there were no shamans, and they were no longer able to perform their ritual sacrifices to appease their ancestors, meaning they had no protection from the dab sog. Many had converted to Christianity so that they could better integrate into American culture, neglecting their old rituals altogether. Guilt at having abandoned their traditions was itself a source of chronic stress that could have harmed their overall health. But it was at night that the fears of the dabbed sog became a reality. Disturbing nightmares resulted in the experience of sleep paralysis, in which the mind becomes conscious, as if you were fully awake, but the body is unable to move. Sleep paralysis is not, in itself, dangerous. It affects around 8% of people. For the Om immigrants, however, it seemed like the Dab Sog had come to wreak revenge. The result, Adler concluded, was a panic so strong it could exacerbate a heart arrhythmia, leading to cardiac arrest. And as the deaths mounted, the Om men only became more scared, creating a kind of hysteria among the population that may have caused even more deaths. The explanation is now accepted by many scientists. Newspaper reports at the time described the cultural primitivity of these people who were frozen in time and ruled by superstition and myth. But scientists now argue that we are all susceptible to beliefs that are just as potent as the dab sog. You may not believe in demons, but thoughts about fitness and expectations about long-term health may have real consequences for your longevity, including the risk of heart disease. This is the enormous power of the expectation effect. It is only once we recognize its influence that we can begin to use it to our advantage to ensure a longer, healthier, happier life. These provocative claims may sound dangerously close to the content of many New Age self-help books, such as Rhonda Byrne's 35 million copy bestseller, The Secret. Byrne promoted the law of attraction, the idea that, for example, visualizing yourself rich will bring more money into your life. Such ideas are pure pseudoscience, whereas the findings in this book are all based on robust experiments, published in peer-reviewed journals, and they can all be explained by well-accepted psychological and physiological mechanisms, such as the actions of the nervous and immunological systems. We will learn how our beliefs can influence many important life outcomes without any appeal to the paranormal. You may also wonder how the content of our thoughts could have any meaningful influence in the chaos of the world today. I wrote much of this book in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, when many of us were grieving for loved ones and fearing for our livelihoods. We have also faced huge political uncertainty and unrest, and many continue to wrestle with enormous structural inequalities. Our own expectations and beliefs may seem to hold little power in the face of all these barriers. It would be foolish to argue that positive thinking could eliminate all this unhappiness and anxiety, and I would be the last person to make that claim. Scientific research continues to show that simply denying the difficulties of a situation will only lead to worse outcomes. As we shall soon see, however, 
There are many ways that our beliefs about our own capacities can influence how we cope with challenges and determine the toll they take on our physical and mental health. While many of today's crises are beyond our control, our responses to difficult situations are often the product of our expectations, and understanding this fact allows us to increase our resilience and to react in the most constructive way to the problems we face. Crucially, and this is something that I will emphasize throughout the book, the expectation effects described in these chapters concern specific beliefs rather than a general optimism or pessimism. Armed with scientific knowledge about the ways your expectations are shaping your life, you can learn to reframe and reappraise your thinking without any self-deception, and you don't need to turn into a cheery Pollyanna to benefit. My own understanding of the enormous power of expectations came seven years ago, during a period of turmoil in my own life. Like many people, I had previously suffered from depression and anxiety, but for most of my life I had managed to weather the waves of unhappiness until they passed. Then, after a period of intense stress, the troughs in my mood started to get deeper and longer, to the point that they were no longer bearable. Recognizing those symptoms, I went to my GP, who prescribed me a course of antidepressants and offered some of the usual warnings about the known side effects, including migraine. Sure enough, my mood seemed to stabilize. But on those first few days, I also experienced splitting headaches that felt like an ice pick had penetrated my skull. The pain was so intense that I was sure that something terrible was happening to my brain. How could this agony not be some kind of warning? It just so happened, however, that I had also started writing a popular science article about the placebo effect, from the Latin, I will heal. As is now well known, inert sugar pills can often reduce symptoms and accelerate recovery through the patient's mere expectation that they will heal the body. And this coincides with physiological changes to blood circulation, hormone balance, and immunological response. While working on my article, I discovered that many people taking placebo pills not only experience the benefits of the drug they believe they are taking, they also reported side effects too, from nausea, headaches and fainting, to sometimes dangerous drops in blood pressure. And the more people are told about those side effects, the more likely they are to report them. These are known as nocebo effects, from the Latin, I will harm, and like the placebo responses, these symptoms are not simply imagined but the result of measurable physiological changes, including significant shifts in our hormones and neurotransmitters. For many antidepressants, the vast majority of side effects can be explained by the nocebo response rather than an inevitable reaction. In other words, the terrible pain I had been feeling while taking medication was perfectly real, but the product of my mind's expectation rather than the actual chemical effects of the drugs. With this knowledge, the pain soon vanished. After a few more months of taking the antidepressants, side effect free, my depression and anxiety had lifted. Knowing that many of the symptoms of withdrawal may arise from the nocebo effect undoubtedly helped me to eventually wean myself off the medication too. Ever since, I have closely followed the research on the mind's capacity to shape our health and well-being, and our physical and mental capacities. 
and it is now becoming apparent that the placebo and nocebo responses to drugs are just two examples of the ways the beliefs can become self-fulfilling prophecies, changing our lives for better or worse. In the scientific literature, these phenomena are variously called expectation effects, expectancy effects, Oedipus effects, after the self-fulfilling prophecy in Sophocles' famous play, and meaning responses. For simplicity, I use the first, expectation effects, to describe all the scientific phenomena that underlie the real-world consequences of our beliefs. The study of hotel cleaners is just one example of this cutting-edge research, but there are many other fascinating findings. So-called complaining good sleepers, people who vastly overestimate how much time they spend awake and restless each night, are much more likely to suffer greater fatigue and poor concentration during the day, while non-complaining bad sleepers seem to escape the ill effects of insomnia. For the purposes of our next day performance, we slept as well as we think we did. Beliefs about the consequences of anxiety, meanwhile, can change someone's physiological responses to stress, affecting both short-term performance and the long-term toll on mental and physical health. Positive and negative self-fulfilling prophecies can also determine memory capacity, concentration and fatigue during hard mental tasks, and creativity in problem-solving. Even someone's intelligence, long considered to be an immutable trait, may climb or fall according to their expectations. These findings are causing some scientists to question the fundamental limits of the brain, suggesting that we may all have untapped mental reserves that we can free if we develop the right mindset. And that has immediate implications for work and education and the ways that we cope under new pressures. The most mind-blowing results concern the ageing process. People with a more positive attitude to their later years are less likely to develop hearing loss, frailty and illness, and even Alzheimer's disease, than people who associate ageing with senility and disability. In a very real sense, we are as young as we feel inside. As the Harvard study of the hotel cleaners shows, our expectations are not set in stone. Once we acknowledge the power that our expectations hold over our lives, the research offers some very simple psychological techniques that we can all apply to boost our physical and mental health and unleash our full intellectual potential. In the words of one of the most influential researchers in this field, Alia Crum at Stanford University, Our minds aren't passive observers simply perceiving reality as it is. Our minds actually change reality. In other words, the reality we will experience tomorrow is in part a product of the mindsets we hold today. So how do the body, brain and culture interact so potently to produce these self-fulfilling prophecies? What are the beliefs and expectations that rule our physical and mental well-being? And how can we use these fascinating findings to our own benefit? These are the central questions this book sets out to answer. We will begin this journey with a revolutionary new theory of the brain as a prediction machine that explains how conscious and unconscious expectations can powerfully influence our perceptions of reality. From the strange hallucinations of Arctic explorers to our experience of pain and illness. Importantly, this prediction machine can also alter our body's physiology, leading us to explore the power of belief in medicine, including 
an extraordinarily simple psychological intervention that can accelerate your recovery from surgery. We will discover the ways that expectations can be transmitted between individuals through social contagion and the psychosomatic origins of many recent health crises, including the perplexing rise in food allergies and the ways to avoid falling victim to these expectation effects yourself. We will then move beyond medicine to explore the power of expectation in everyday health and well-being. We will see how food labelling can change the way your body processes nutrients with a direct impact on your waistline. How to use your mind to take the pain out of exercise and improve your athletic performance without performance-enhancing drugs. And how to change your physical and mental responses to stress. We shall understand how prevailing cultural beliefs in countries such as India produce much better concentration and willpower. We will also learn the secrets of super-ages from the world's oldest acrobatic salsa dancer and the powerful potential of belief to slow the ravages of time, right down to the ageing of our individual cells. Finally, we will return to the Hong and discover how their story can help us all create our own self-fulfilling prophecies. At the end of each chapter, you will also find summaries of the techniques to employ expectation effects to your advantage. These will vary in their details, but, in general, they will work better with repetition and practice. I encourage you to approach them with an open mind, testing the principles in comfortable situations with the aim of building on any small gains. While it may be tempting to skip ahead to the practical news you can use, these expectation effects tend to be more potent if you understand the science behind their success. The more deeply you process the material, the greater the benefits. So, it may also be useful to write down the specific ways you hope to apply it in your life. You may even like to share your results on social media through the hashtag expectation effect hashtag or upload them to the website www.expectationeffect.com which I shall be updating regularly. There is some research suggesting that sharing an expectation effect with others and hearing about their experiences in return can increase its power. Let me be absolutely clear. Your mind alone cannot perform miracles. You cannot simply imagine piles of money and think yourself rich or cure yourself of a terminal illness through positive visualizations. But your expectations and beliefs can influence, indeed, are already influencing your life in many other surprising and powerful ways. And if you want to learn how to turn them to your advantage, keep listening. You may be astonished by your potential for personal change.